We're Booked, a podcast where two friends talk about books they love, books they hate, and everything in between. My name is Dylan. And my name is Samantha. So this is going to be a new type of episode today. We've talked about favorite books, favorite movies. We've talked about TBRs. Um, But y'all might want to open up your notes app or grab a pen if you're old school, because we are going to be talking romance in this episode. And we'll be giving you recommendations for all different types of romances, even for those of you who may not read much of the genre like myself, and for those of you who are lovers of the genre. But before we get started, we actually do have a guest who is joining us today, our very first guest on the podcast. This is one of my best friends in the whole world. We have known each other since uh, 2016, which is crazy, and she is Gabby from Gabby Reads. Hi, Gabby. Thanks for joining What's us. What's up? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you on here. Um, our friendship actually started. A big part of our friendship was reading romance books together. Yes. This is like back in the day where we had like YA and like romance, which um, s- straight up front, none of us actually read romance pretty regularly <laughs> anymore. Um, yeah, it's true. So, but we do have some good recs. So we're excited to talk about those. And I thought Gabby would be the perfect one to be on here because – um, I mean, she's one. She's probably my oldest booktube friend. So um, yeah, I was gonna say I we go way great. back. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's like crazy how far back. Like I was in high school, and I'm almost in my mid twenties, which is like yeah. ridiculous. So y'all stop. Um, I'm older than both of you. Jesus <laughs> Lord. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited to have you on here, and um, we're gonna talk about some romance, which. Yeah, I'm nervous about because I've not talked about <laughs> romance in a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. It's my first podcast experience, and I'm just very much looking forward to it. Yes, I'm so excited. She's done BookTube. She's done Bookstagram. <laughs> she's done Patreon. Now mm-hmm. she's done podcasts. So this is new. This is new for me. Multifaceted. <laughs> <laughs> so we're actually going to start with um, our questions that we talk about every episode. We have condensed them a little bit, but before that. We're going to talk about a little bit about Gabby. Oh. So we've got some questions for our guests here. Yes. And um, what is your favorite book of all time? Um, I debate one? this. Yeah, I debate it all the time. It's kind of a toss-up between, like, any given mood that I'm in. But usually I think, like, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is, like, my go-to answer just because, like, that book owns my whole <laughs> – my whole a heart. woman after my own heart. Yeah, yes. it's, Same girl. it's yes. iconic. Like, I just can't get over it. And so I say, I usually say that one or Fangirl because Fangirl is like my comfort, like my go-to book. Like, mm-hmm. I've reread it like four times. And it's just like, that's my, you know, my comfort books. But either one of those is like probably my all-time favorites. Those are probably also both of my favorite books of all time. I read yeah. Evelyn Hugo a few years ago and loved it. I think I've read mm-hmm. pretty much everything by her um and fangirl i've read that book so many times Same. i used to have like six copies of it like it was, oh my god <laughs> oh you really did too i remember yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah i had like every edition you can find like because they're all different <laughs> colors so like yeah. i want mm-hmm. them all they're so um, cute but yeah i definitely agree on the fangirl part mm-hmm. have you read the manga i did yeah did you like it I enjoyed it. Yeah, I felt like it was a really like good adaptation of the original work because I read them like back to back. I reread Fangirl and then I read the manga like right after and I did like it, but I, I didn't really like though what they were doing with Levi. I felt like they made him really? like way, way too attractive. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got to be like kind of boring. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
So since we're also a movie podcast, we thought we would ask what your favorite movie of all time is. Uh, I don't know. This question's almost like harder than the book question for me for some Mm -hmm. reason, just because like movies, it's like also depending on my mood. But I would probably say like La La Land is probably the one I want to go with just because it's so comforting to me because like I'm originally from California and like I'm a huge fan of Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. And so like that movie was just everything for me. Um, but probably either that one or like Inception or Donnie Darko. Like it's always a toss up between <laughs> those faves. So she's multifaceted. <laughs> <laughs> no, mm-hmm. all three of those movies have, are actually on my list to watch this year. So oh my gosh, exciting! Yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous about La La Land just because like musicals are kind of hit and miss. But yeah, um, I agree. I know I know you love it, so I'm really excited to to read it. Yeah. So. Last question is, what book on your TBR are you just dying to read? Like, if you could drop everything right now, if you could somehow read everything you're currently reading, what book would you pick? I mean, so my go-to answer would be, like, the new Riley Sager book, just because I'm, like, the biggest Riley Sager fan. Like, I just love reading his stuff. Um, But in in the theme of, like, romance books, um, I'm Mm -hmm. really dying to read Weather Girl and Count Your Lucky Stars. Those are probably, like, my two most anticipated romances because they're like the next book in a series of like i mean you can read them as standalones i think but like it's like the next book in a group of you know it's just the cutest books oh my gosh i love i love those authors cool yeah i i haven't read a ton of romance series but um i'm always into them so i'll have to check them out because i've always wanted to get into a more of a romance series so yeah exactly uh her name is alexandria bellafleur and she wrote written Mm -hmm. in the stars and then hang the moon and now this is count your lucky stars and she has like queer romances in them and they're they take place in seattle and they're just like the softest things ever like i just love them so much Oh, I'll have to check them out now. I yeah. really love Seattle's. I've never been, Me but <laughs> yeah, add that to my list. Yeah, it's so cute. I definitely will too. I feel like by the time we're done, we're going to have like a whole list of Gabby's like, <laughs> book recommendations. So you're probably right. Oh my god. Yeah, so I can't wait. Love it. So we're going to go into our questions that we ask every week. Um, we have condensed them a little bit just because we have an extra person here. Um, but Sam, let's start with you first. What did you read and watch recently? Well, um, from our last recording, I've actually finished seven books. No, I will not be talking about all of them. Wow. Um, I know, right? Um, not all of them have been good. Let me be very clear about that. Um, so I'm only going to talk about two. Um, in the vein of romance, because, you know, we decided that we were doing this uh, episode, and I was like, oh, my God, when is the last time I read a romance book? I don't know. Um, so I ended up checking out several from the library audiobooks because that's kind of my brand um but the first one that I read that I really liked was the widow of Rose Hall and I cannot recall the author's name right now because I'm the actual worst and I didn't write it down um (laughs) it'll be linked down below (laughs) I was about to say link in the show notes but um it's a historic romance with like a ghost story thrown in and the ghost story is very secondary to the actual romance itself Um, but I really liked it because it was modern enough to like not alienate the reader, but it wasn't too modern that it like pulled you out of the story. And the spice was excellent. (laughs) Um, but I was really invested in like the story and the characters the whole time. So I really liked that one. I think I gave it like four or four and a half stars. Um, and then the other book that I read that I absolutely loved was the one by John Mars, which I think we've talked about on like every episode of the podcast. 
Yeah, we also love that book. So (laughs) good. I was texting Dylan like my reaction as I was reading it, and I'm like, oh my god, if this happens, I'm gonna lose my shit. Like it was so so good. I know that it's supposed to be. Is it a movie or a TV series? It's a TV series, and I've heard it was ass. Yeah, it's not. That's what I'm so scared of. I'm like, I was like, oh my god, maybe I should watch it, but I'm afraid to because I love the book so much. But. Um, drama, intrigue. I was invested in the characters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. Um, so those were the two books that I read recently that I really liked. But I honestly like watched. Haven't watched anything except for the Golden Girls and uh, AEW. As you so okay, that's I it. Mean, sounds like the best life over there. <laughs> <laughs> My background what about, noise. <laughs> what about you, Gabby? What have you read and watched recently? Anything good? Oh my gosh. Um, I just finished the new Netflix show, All of Us Are Dead, and I'm obsessed. How is that? Like, I'm obsessed. I, it's taking over my whole personality. Like, I'm watching edits on Instagram and YouTube, like, every second, and, like, reading fan fiction, and, like, I'm obsessed. Oh it's just so what, is good. That like a, is that that I don't even, show? I've never even heard yeah, of it. Yeah, it's a Korean zombie show, and it's just fantastic like i'm obsessed like i i got obsessed with the walking dead like a long time ago when the walking dead was first starting and then it just eventually like got boring to me after a while but this Mm -hmm. show like oh my god it's just so good like there's something about it like it's really good characters really good action like it's just so interesting and i'm obsessed with it yeah i love it (laughs) you read anything good recently um i just finished the finley donovan sequel um the finley donovan knocks him dead and that was super cute i really was it as good as the first one I mean, I would say no, personally. I think, I mean, the you first one. You also love the first one. Yeah, though. the first one was, like, one of my favorite books of all time, probably. But the second one, it was cute. I still, I gave it, like, four out of five stars. Like, I enjoyed it. It just wasn't, like, as iconic <laughs> as the first book. But I feel like that's always the case with me with sequels. Like, books can never really live up to the first book. So, it's true. I, it's true. That is one of my books on my TBR for this year is the first one. So I'm really yeah. excited to read that. Oh my gosh. I hope you love it. It's just so cute. <sighs> I'm so excited. I cannot <laughs> wait. Have you read, um, what is it? Um, uh, Dial A for aunties. For oh aunties. yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives me similar vibes to that just because it's like more of like a fun yeah. murder mystery thriller. So I'm really excited to read it because I love that book. So yeah. Yeah. That I one's a cute wait. one. So as far as me, um, I've been bad. I have not read barely any. I try to make myself read some romance, but I'm honestly just not in the mood for romance right now. So the last <laughs> thing I finished. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> the last thing I finished was The End of Men by Christina Sweeney Bard, um, which I actually talked to both of you about this already. And I've also yeah. talked about it in our last episode, but I ended up picking it up as soon as it got in the mail. It's about this pandemic that starts in like 2025 and only men are able to contract it. And it's deathly, like it's killing men all over the world and only women have like the power to, to stop it. And I loved it so much. It's definitely will be a favorite book of the year. I love um, just every character in it. And I love how the pandemic affected different people. And it's honestly pretty similar to the COVID pandemic, but she wrote it before even COVID was, like 2020 so um i i really enjoyed it if you love any kind of pandemic or like feminist horror like i would really recommend it it's it's so good i put that one after all my tbr after you enjoyed it i was like okay like i need to check this one out yep same which the your description of that book i have a wreck for you in a few minutes that is uh very <gasps> oh. much in that same vein Ooh. i can't wait oh my gosh i can't wait <laughs> 
As far as watches, I watched The Fallout. This is on HBO. And I talked about this in our last episode. It's about a um, girl who she is, uh, has like really terrible PTSD after a school shooting. And it's just about how she comes to terms with it. It stars Jenna Ortega, who was in the new Scream movie, who I fucking adore. I love her so much. And it has one of the Dance Moms girls. I don't remember her name. Um, uh, She was in Sia music videos. Like she's pretty popular, but it was really good. I loved it. It was also a five. I love like looking at the aftermath of school shootings and like the psychology behind it. I just think it's really fascinating and I thought it handled it so, so wonderfully. So if you're interested in that, I would also check that out on HBO. It's pretty good. Sounds interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Gabby, what are you, what are you reading right now? Right now? Um, I'm reading the arrangement by, uh, Kirsten. Yeah. Modern. (laughs) Yes, I'm There's eighty pages me, in. I'm, yes, <laughs> how how are you feeling so far? I know it's pretty it's, pretty soon, but yeah, it's interesting. Like I'm invested. Like I want to know what's going on. So yeah, I'm hoping to finish it maybe tonight. But it's a short one. I'm like surprised by how short it is. Try. I know you have to do audiobooks while you read. Try the audiobook if you haven't yet. It's I know I good. have it on hold at my library, but I'm still like five weeks out. So I'm just like whatever. I'm just gonna. Do you have hoopla? No, my library doesn't offer it. I know. Well, I'll send you my my information. You can use mine. Oh. <laughs> Sam's had on my Hoopla's account for like six years, so really? I have Hoopla sounds so yeah. cool. Yeah, so you'll have to. I'll give. I'll send you information. They have like every single one of her books. So oh, really? Um, nice. Yeah. What about you, Sam? What are you reading right now? Um, I am currently in the middle of. Well, I'm a little bit past the middle of Playing Bad Heroines by Emily Danforth. Ooh, how is because it? Because we love sapphic horror in this yes. house. Um, it is, it's very, very meta. Like, I don't want to say too much. And it's dual timelines. There's a present timeline and a past timeline. And I'm trying to figure out how everything is going to come together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't quite been able to figure it out yet. I am listening to the audio. And I was told that it's actually better to listen to the audio because there's a lot of footnotes mm-hmm. in the book itself. Um, so this makes it a little bit easier and a little bit more streamlined, but I'm really, really interested. I'm really enjoying it so far. So it's awesome. I want to read that one is soon. It, is it more of like a, I've never heard of it. It's like a paranormal, like kind of horror or is it? Yes. Like you can say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would definitely say that it's, um, more towards paranormal. There's like a little bit of like the tiniest bit of body horror. And when I say body horror, I mean like the the lowest totem of body horror that you can get. Um, but if you have any type of aversion to bugs, you're going to be like just your skin's going to crawl the whole time. Ooh. Especially flying insects. <laughs> Add yeah. it to TVR. <laughs> yes. yes. Let me be grossed out. That's all I And really again, I it's sapphic. So yeah, we love. Really, that's the only thing you have to tell me and then I'll pick it up. <laughs> right that's really it i know the yes. only reason i've been hesitant is because isn't it like 600 pages or something it's like it is it's, a, it's, it's like 640 one. pages it's yeah. like a 19 hour audiobook so i want to say 19 <laughs> hours it might be i'm pretty sure that's that's the dylan's amount, like never mind <laughs> so listen, you know what maybe i won't be adding yeah. it to my tbr <laughs> but listen whenever you're listening at 2.5 times speed yeah you get like, 2.5 Yes, 2.5. Um, what a psychopath. Jesus. <laughs> the narrator, I will say, the narrator is the same narrator who did 
she did a couple of Jennifer McMahon books, I think. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure that she did. Oh my God, that wasn't Jennifer McMahon. Wonderland by Zoya Stage. Oh. Um, she did that one. It's that narrator. And I've listened to a couple other things by her. So like I'm used to her voice and the cadence of her mm-hmm. voice. So it's really easy for me to just like blow through it. But it did take me a second. Like I usually, my default is usually 2.5. But when I first started, I was like, wait, I can't process what's happening here. So I had to dial it back to two um, until I like got used to it. And then I was able to go back up. So, but it's good. It's worth reading. It's long as hell, but it's worth yeah. reading. Maybe once I'm in the mood for a tome, I'll pick it up. So I am currently not really reading anything. Um, I did start to reread the one, but I never continued past 20 pages. How dare Um, you? Right. I I really want to reread it, though, because I forget everything in it. So it's like the perfect time to, to read it. But I am starting this new thing, which we'll see if it continues. I'm trying to read a short story before bed every night. Mm. oh that's why you were asking me for that last night yes okay freaking 1 a.m i was like hey i was like do you have any like anthology recommendations uh so i am currently reading worst laid plans by samantha Colesnick, which is a um, anthology i believe sam talked about in one of her episodes and it's basically an anthology of like vacation horror stories and vacation is like or like trips is like one of my favorite tropes in horror. So I'm really excited to read this. I've only read uh, one story, of course, so far, but the first story was like pretty decent and I'm just really excited to see where it goes. So um, if anyone ever has any anthology or short story recommendations, hit me up somewhere because I'm always looking for them. Um, yeah, so I'm really enjoying it. That's like one of my favorite tropes is like vacation-y stuff. So, yeah, same. Um, I need to check that one yeah. out. I'm, I'm excited. There's this one called um, Flight or fight i think it's by stephen king which i'm kind of interested in it's like a plain type of anthology which i also Mm -hmm. really enjoy so um maybe i'll become like the anthology bitch we'll see maybe i'll just (laughs) get this all up within like a week but we'll see (laughs) yes your anthology era yeah i know we'll see hopefully (laughs) lastly let's talk about our most anticipated like books or movies coming up um soon what about you sam what's what's coming up that you're really excited about okay so this was this is non-romance related at all by the way but it's fine everything's fine um so this is the rec that i was talking about uh manhunt by gretchen felker martin which releases Mm -hmm. uh february 22nd gabby you know what i'm talking about yes have you seen the cover yes the cover is everything (laughs) like y'all obviously this is you're listening to this go look up the cover it's excellent um but it's basically a post-apocalyptic novel um that has trans main characters the author's also trans um and the description is where a found family must navigate murderous turfs a sociopathic billionaire brat and awkward relationship dynamics all while outrunning feral men and their own demons Um, Early reviews that I have seen um, within the horror community have been great. So I am super pumped about that one. That one looks great. Um, So I will say Manhunt sounds incredible. I'm going to have to check that out ASAP. I'm really bad at like knowing what comes out in horror especially. So thank you for that. I honestly don't know of anything coming out soon. So I'm going to talk about a book I'm excited to read soon, which is one of our usual questions that we took away but i figured it's kind of similar to what we talk about so you're right i went to the library today 
And usually I only allow myself to check out like three books because I know I will not read more than that by the time they're due. I checked out six, which I will not be talking about them all. <laughs> <laughs> so I am very excited to read the the Marrow Thieves. Marrow Thieves. I have that. Yes. I talked about by... that in our last episode. I, do you know how to say the, the name? I'm fairly certain it's Sherry Demoline or Demoline. Okay. I'm not 100% certain. I'm so sorry. I suck. It's okay. I totally forgot to look it up. But I'm really excited to read this one. It's really short. So I think I might read mm-hmm. it next. Um, and I've just heard great things. It's like a dystopian yes, kind of. Yes, it is. It's a dystopian where people have forgotten how to dream but the only people who can still dream are indigenous people and the cure is in the marrow of their bones and so as you can imagine bad things start happening um they she did just release a sequel to that this year as well yes and speaking of dreams i'm also excited to read the dreamers (laughs) by karen thompson walker which i think gabby read i did yeah did you like I gave it three stars, but honestly, I read it so long ago, and I feel like if I reread it now, I'd probably like it more. I just went in with, like, the wrong expectations when I read it. I thought it'd be more, like, action-packed or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Kayla also—I think Kayla read it, and she liked it maybe more than you did. I I think so, yeah. It's been a few years. um, Usually, if you and Kayla like something— more you usually kayla and i do not agree on a lot of stuff but um usually if you like something i like it usually if you don't like it i don't like it so i'm nervous but um they're both pretty short so if i don't like them it is what it is and the dreamers is um about dreams it's one of my favorite (laughs) that book cover is gorgeous it's like one of my favorite book covers so beautiful oh i'm so excited to read it what about you gabby what are you excited to to read what's what's coming up um well, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is the new Jennifer McMahon is coming out in April, I think. Um, I just mm-hmm. found an ARC copy of it, so I'm hoping to read that at some point soon. But I'm so excited. I love Jennifer McMahon. She's one of my favorite like female horror authors. Um, and as far as movies, um, I was super excited to see The Black Phone this month, and it looks like it got pushed Girl. back to June. Ugh. I know. Don't it's... even get me fucking started. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I want to watch it so bad, so... Still have you read the short story it's based off of? I haven't, no. I've only just seen the trailer. It just looks really cool, but is the short story good? Uh, from what I can recall, yes, but it's been several <laughs> years since I read it. It's in uh, his collection, Joe Hill's collection, 20th yeah. Century Ghosts. Oh, okay. So I do plan on rereading it, but yeah. I keep thinking of a completely different phone story that his father wrote. Um, Mr. Harrigan's phone is what I keep thinking about. Mm but yeah it anyway. just looks so interesting like really interesting premise so i'm yeah. just looking forward to oh, that scream is going on digital soon so oh, i guess really? i'm excited for that that's, that's coming exciting. out like i think not actually maybe not until like march 1st but you know what soon enough kind of soon yeah. <laughs> i mean Sorry. it kind of is yeah. uh listen february is a short month okay mm-hmm. it is true All right, so we've done our usual questions. We've talked about uh, what we're reading, what we're excited about. So now here comes the part where we are going to talk about 
the romance. Um, so the way that we decided to kind of do this, especially because Dylan and I are not exactly romance readers or Dylan hasn't read romance in a while, um, we just kind of decided to model some questions after uh, the romance book tag. So we're going to be going through those. So the first question is, what is a romance book that you wish had more hype? Gabby, what do you wish had more hype? Um, so there's this romance called The Butterfly Project by Emma Scott, and it's just so phenomenal, and I feel like it doesn't get any hype, and, like, nobody even knows what I'm talking about <laughs> anytime I mention this book, but it's so good. It, like, it takes place in New York, and we follow this protagonist, and her name is Zelda, and she- her sister was, like, abducted and killed when she was younger, and so she writes this, like, graphic novel series that's about this hero that, like, saves children from, like, those kind of situations, so it's, like, really inspiring in that way, and then it's about her developing this romance with this guy who's recently gotten out of prison, and they end up becoming, like, roommates in a situation, and it's just, oh my gosh, it's just one of my favorite romances. It's so cute and, like, so genuine, and the characters are so good, and it's, like, major New York vibes, which is kind of, like, my brand, you know? (laughs) And it's just so cute. I love it so much full tilt by her is one of my favorite romance books yes. which i'm pretty sure we either buddy read i think or we did we read around the same time um which uh, that was actually my original answers but i changed it but yeah full tilt i i love by her so i need to yeah. read that one pretty she's soon. such an underrated author like in general like i love most of her stuff so yeah if you want to be like fucking depressed yeah <laughs> she's your girl she yep. is yep. okay jot that down <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, what about you? What's a book that you wish had more hype? So this one is kind of like a sci-fi romance. I kind of cheated, but it has romance in it. Okay. That's what matters. This is Alex and Ada. Oh. Have you guys read this? Yes. I have not. Love that one. So this is by Jonathan Luna and Sarah Vaughn. It's a trilogy, I believe, of graphic novel volumes. And it's basically um about this man named alex and he lives like in the near future where you can buy your own robot basically as like a companion but i'm pretty sure ada is manufactured differently or something's different with her where she has legitimate like human feelings yeah and the government is basically after them because they don't want ada to be out in the world and it's just about um them running from the government and they kind of like fall in love and it's like it's a really well done graphic novel series and yeah. it's only three volumes, so I I adore it. I love the series so much. I have never heard of that, but I'm very interested now. Yeah, you should read I think they're on Hoopla. Oh, that's even better. When you said sci-fi romance, I thought you were going to be out here like, Ice Planet Barbarians, and I was about to be like, that is oh, not underhyped. No, oh my god. I That all of a sudden has like come it's back into up, resurgence. Yeah. I keep seeing people talk about it, and I'm like, I could never. <laughs> Gabby posted a video about it. Go check it out. <laughs> Just very entertaining stuff. What about you, Sam? What what do you wish had more hype? Um, you know, again, my sample of romance is very very small. But a couple of the books that I read uh, that I didn't talk about were some of um, Simone St. James's backlist. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the the two books that I feel like people right now are very familiar with, um, The Broken Girls and uh, Sundown Motel. Those are definitely more in the thriller category. Like, I honestly don't even think or recall if there's, like, a true romance in them. But she has a whole backlist of historical romance that I discovered. Wow. And I'm actually really enjoying them. They're, like, don't get me wrong. It's nothing like 
crazy. Nothing that is going to just like rip your heart out or anything. But I mean, like it's entertaining. It's cute. It's definitely a nice change of pace for me because I read so much horror, so much. But like, I had no idea that those books existed. I just happened to kind of stumble across them. Um, The Other Side of Midnight and The Haunting of Maddie Claire. But the thing is, is like it's historical romance, but there's also like ghosts and paranormal things. Again, it's like the the side of the main romance. But like, I really enjoyed it. And I think more people should probably talk about it. So nice. I didn't even know she wrote romance so I was going to say her new thriller is one of my most anticipated, too, because she's I really do enjoy her thriller books. Same. I had uh, obviously the only reason that I even knew that she existed was because of the two titles that I mentioned. And yeah. I'm really pumped for her new one, too. But um, yeah, the historical romance, I was taken by surprise. Yeah, that's awesome. Interesting. I'll, t- I'll check her out. I never read any of her thrillers or anything either. So I need to try those out as well. Definitely, for sure. So, Gabby, let's start with you on this one. What is a romance book that you're most likely to recommend to someone new to the genre? Well, I know that Dylan wasn't a fan of this one, but um, probably The Hating Game. God. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know Speak you were a fan girl. of it. Speak but it. <laughs> The Hating Game, yeah. I, I just, I think it's really, like, fun and easy to get into. And it's just, like, it's one of the first romances that I really fell in love with and so i feel like that would be something to start with or like the unhoneymooners has like a similar kind of like oh my fun God, I'm a slut for the unhoneymooners yeah oh the unhoneymooners is so, <laughs> so good. good it's like it's so cute and it's like it's just so tropical and like beachy and fun and like fake dating trope you know and it's just like one of my faves so i think the unhoneymooners or the hating game would be a good place to start or um even like the charm offensive is one is probably my favorite romance that i read last year and um, mm-hmm. if you're into like shows like The Bachelor or like that kind of thing where it's like a dating show, I think that one is super mm-hmm. fun and like has really great characters in it. And so I think that one would also be a cool place to start. <laughs> Definitely got some uh, books to add to my list there because I haven't read any of those. Same. I've got like <laughs> three or four now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. What about you, Dylan? So weirdly, this is a fantasy romance recommendation and – I don't read fantasy a lot or sci-fi, which my last book was. So I don't know why I suddenly have fantastical recommendations. Um, but I would recommend A Curse of Dark and Lonely by Bridget Kimmerer. Uh, especially because I feel like people who are trying to get into romance, they typically, maybe they're reading fantasy because like contemporary is pretty close to it. And this has like a really great romance. It's like a Beauty and the Beast retelling. And um, it's like a really cool, magical world. It's, basically about um this main character whose name i fail to remember because it's been forever since i read this and he is stuck in this curse where he has to relive the same i think the same season over and over for like his entire life and so our main character harper is brought into this world and has to like help him get out of this trance and i really enjoyed it for a fantasy book at least like i'm not really a big fantasy person but Bridget Bridget Kimmerer is like one of my favorite authors of all time. So um, I really enjoyed this one. I've never finished the series because I don't do that. I'm bad at doing that. Um, Same. But I, Same. I really enjoyed it. It's pretty good. I like it. Um, well, for me, uh, again, as a not romance reader, uh, <laughs> the Kiss Quotient was yes. kind of my introduction to the genre. 
I read that book and then for some crazy reason decided to read Sierra Simone. Mm. <laughs> Isn't she like porny? <laughs> like absolutely listen that was an experience uh, like i don't know why like the kiss quotient was so it was such a feel-good like it's a good contemporary um mm-hmm. romance and again the like the actual like romance the physical romance and that was really well done i thought um and then again i don't know what possessed me to like go in a completely different direction because like i still talk about how that just absolutely fucked me up I listened to the audiobook at that and I'm like driving to work and I'm like, please, God, don't let anybody hear this. It was ridiculous. But oh yes, the <laughs> the kiss quotient, um, I really loved. And I have um, The Bride Test, mm. which I just haven't read. I don't know why. Um, I might read that now that I've been reading romance, but we'll see. I think see. I read that one. Is that like, um, I think the main character is autistic, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I read the audiobook and I re- I think I really enjoyed that one. Maybe I hate it. I don't know. I remember <laughs> reading it at least though. <laughs> yeah, Stella. Stella's such a great character in the Kiss Quotient. Yeah, she's like she's definitely one of my standout like favorite romance characters for sure. So let's you know what let's start with Sam. Let's switch it up a little bit. Sam, what's your favorite romance trope and what's your favorite book in that with that trope? Hi, I would just like to start this by saying that I am total trash. Okay, so um. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I really enjoy like forced proximity and or forced marriage. Um, yes. And yes. one of my favorite books that has a uh, forced marriage in it is Outlander. And mm-hmm. yes, I am one hundred percent aware of how problematic that book is because I've read it four times. Um, however, That's a comma, book too, isn't it? it absolutely is. And I've only read the first two books in that series because I just like can't make it past there. I don't know why. But anyway, Jamie Frazier can get it. Like, <laughs> I love that man. He is my fictional husband. I have not watched the TV series because I do not want anything spoiled for the image that I have in my head of this person. Like, and I, I think one of the reasons that that book resonated with me the way that it did is because, like, barring reading Danielle Steele when I was in, like, ninth grade because I ran out of my own books. <laughs> That's actually how I got started reading Stephen King. So I started reading my mom who read Stephen King and Danielle Steele. I don't know. Anyway, like, I read those. And then this was one of the first books that I read, like, as an adult that was, like, granted, there's a lot of historical, like, drama within that book. But I think that the romance in it is the main topic, I guess you could say. So I think that's one of the reasons that it resonated with me. But I just I just love that he's like this big burly dude. And he's like, I love you and I will protect you with my life. And I just, I don't know. I'm, I am trash. Okay. Absolute trash. Anyways, Gabby, what about you? Um, I also do love the forced proximity kind of like yeah close together kind of trope too like, there's I love only that one so bed yeah there's only one bed it's like those are the best you know that's the yeah it's great um but if i had to pick like a favorite i'm kind of torn between either like a hate to love or like fake dating um i really love both but i'm also very picky about both because like sometimes hate to love can feel very toxic if it's not written in like a cute way like i don't know i'm particular about it but um as far as like fake dating i think my favorite book that has it is like the unhoneymooners i mean it's not really like fake dating it's more like they're faking that they're married (laughs) kind of but um that Mm -hmm. one's great and then also written in the stars and take a hint danny brown 
are two of my favorite like fake dating um romances they're just I, I don't know there's just something about fake dating I feel like it's probably because it doesn't really happen in real life I mean I don't think it does so it's just kind of like the idea of fake dating it's just so cute like it's just I don't know I just mm-hmm. love it <laughs> I think for me why I like fake dating so much is because I'm I'm interested to see how it all implodes yeah you know exactly I mean? like, I there's, wanna, I, there's something like, more do people find out like how do they actually fall for each other I think yeah. the same for like hate to love like i want to see like what the last straw was like yeah. what made them like or like what made them turn to like Basically. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah exactly my favorite trope is like kind of hard to explain i love a, a story where two characters are talking to each other either over like email or text or through letters but they don't know who each other are in real life yes. if that makes any sense yep especially when they hate each other in real life yes but they're, yeah but they're it's like best. talking like do you know this trope sam what is the book that i am thinking of better not be the one i'm about to talk about <laughs> okay what are you about to talk about i'm sure you haven't read it it's called letters to the lost it's also no. by bridget kimmer okay what are you talking about continue talking about it while i look this up okay so i want to <laughs> read it <laughs> so this is also by bridget kimmer who wrote a curse of dark and lonely uh she is like probably my favorite author of all time i'm not too sure uh, but this one is about this um girl named juliet and she just lost her mother and she's grieving and she is visiting the uh her gravesite. and it also follows declan who he is doing community service and so he has to help clean up the cemetery and she's writing letters to her mom as just a way to cope and he starts um leaving letters for her for juliet to like talk with her and they basically like fall in love through these letters, but they also don't like each other in real life. And so it's like a really cute and depressing. So I love Ew. a sad, sad romance book. And um, it's pretty good. Like, I don't love YA romances, but this one really hits the spot. And um, it's just, it's so good. I don't love like romance books that focus too much on sex because I am on the um, A spectrum. So like, um, I can obviously deal with it. And like, there are some really well-written scenes like Beach Read by Emily Henry, I think has some really good um, sex scenes as well as people we meet on vacation. But I, I, sometimes I just love a good, like not wholesome, but more of a clean romance, which makes me sound like a prude. No, no, I just don't love like romance books where it's like, 70% 70% sex and like yeah. 30% plot so um and they also has a sequel so it's really good y'all I read a lot of fucking books last year I swear <laughs> to god I'm like scrolling trying to find this book that I'm thinking of and I read found it Felix Ever After by Case and Calendar I loved that book so, so fucking much yeah loved it my issue was thinking of these books was there's very few romance books that really stick with me and like Felix ever after I did remember there was like a actual romance in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I didn't know if I could like recommend it. And that's why like, unfortunately I won't call myself out. A lot of my recs are not super diverse because I haven't read romance in like five years at this point. So one of my goals is to, once I do read more romance, I want to start reading more diverse romance because I do think it's really important um, just unfortunately, I haven't been in the mood to read that genre lately. But Felix Ever After is really good. I'm, does it? Is there a romance in it? Do you remember? 
Absolutely, yes. Yeah, there is. There is. Okay. that's cool. that's one of the best parts of like there's there are a lot of important parts to that book, but I really really loved the dynamic between um the main character and their thought to be love interest and then who eventually mm-hmm. becomes like mm-hmm. the main love interest you know obviously i don't want to say too much but um yeah it was you that I, too, Gabby, I, right? I love yeah. that book i love that book it's so cute if you guys like that um obviously read simon versus a homo sapiens agenda like it's, yeah oh i loved that you know, one too obviously. similar similar premise yeah but mm-hmm. also read jack of hearts and other parts by lc rosen it's really good it's dealt with like um kind of like a black male like similar to felix ever after but it's it's so good it's like one of the best like why books i've ever read it's super sex positive like um very like queer normalized like pretty much every character in that book is queer yeah so jack of hearts and other parts is like so good if you also like that kind of kind of trope I wanted to ask, based on that trope that you love, have you read Top mm-hmm. Secret by Serena Bowen and L. Kennedy? I did. Okay, because it has a and similar trope. we talked trope. about it. Oh, Fake. we did? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I was no, it's fine. Have, yeah, I was like, you had to have read that one because of him. I think I think I – no, I think I read it because of you, actually, because I think – Oh, really? Oh, we also love him. Yeah, and him is Us by God-tier. Serena Bowen and L. Kennedy. That yes. was one of the first books that – I think I don't know if anybody read it, but we definitely yeah. talked about it. Um, God tier. It's like a yeah, it's a like male male like adult romance, so it's pretty like you know sexual. Pretty explicit, but yeah. I, I love that series. It's yeah. so good, and it's like um, really emotional and like oh my gosh, I want to reread it so bad because I've not read it. Yeah, I know I've reread it now. like two or three times. It's so good, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I was like Top Secret has that trope that you love in it, so I just had to mention mm-hmm. it. Did you like that oh, one or no? I, um, I think I gave it like a three star it wasn't my favorite yeah honestly it's gonna be hard for me to read anything by either one of those authors and like like it as much as as him or us so um i i mean i i enjoyed it i would say people who are into that trope would like would like top secret for Mm -hmm. sure so since we talk about movies all the time as well we thought it'd be a great way to talk about our favorite romance movie Gabby, yes. what's your favorite? Is it La La Land? Is it? No. Well, no. Okay. La La Land's kind of, I mean, it is, but like not my favorite. Okay. What um, is it? What is it? Tell I us think, all about it. Okay. Well, I'm torn between like three that I just absolutely love. Um, and that is The Proposal, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and She's the Man. Like those mm. are all so God tier to me. Yeah. Like I just love them. Like most, like some of them I saw in my childhood. And so I just have this like nostalgia thing with it. But like, mm. I do think the proposal is like one of the funniest, like most perfect rom-coms. It has my favorite trope of like the fake marriage thing happening in it. And it's yes. just, oh my God. Like Ryan Reynolds thrives in romantic comedies. Like he's so good. He really does. So, You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so probably those. I, I love, I've never seen how to lose a guy in 10 days. That's <gasps> the only one of those I haven't seen. My gosh. I it's actually to, it's good it. that it's was so that was in my in my uh in the running for mine mm-hmm. in your pool okay so good. i'll have to check that out because i love the proposal so much yes like, oh my gosh yes. so again sandra bullock and ryan yeah. reynolds and rest in peace betty white like yes oh, oh, a queen an icon it's so good what about you sam um well you know we talked about my favorite uh films in general pride and prejudice is definitely one of them um but also mm-hmm. 10 things i hate about you yes 
I haven't that seen That was also it. one I was what? debating. Oh my god, it's Dylan. <gasps> what? I am so Dude. disappointed in you right now. <laughs> I know. I need to watch it. Maybe. Okay, so add that to your list. Add that okay. to your list. Thank you so Dude, much. Maybe he flunders <laughs> everything. Absolutely. Like everything. I love that movie so much. It's been yes. it's been longer than I would like it to have been since I've seen it. So I yeah. need to add that um onto my list to watch again. But it's mm-hmm. so uh, that film is like so iconic, you know? Yeah. I also watch it. Maybe I'll do a double feature with How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days and <laughs> Yes, that's and homework. That Take some notes. I'll do it. You guys will both get my reactions as I watch them. Yes, please. (laughs) So I'm kind of torn. I think I have two that are tied. Um, They're both very different. Uh, My first one is, have you guys seen About Time? Oh, yes. Nope. Okay, girl. I don't think I've ever even heard of that. There's some homework, too. Okay, add it to your Uh, list. Okay. She's okay. still got a lot of my favorite movies to watch before March, no. but that's a different. <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. Uh, about time is about this man who he um, time travelers like run in his family, mm-hmm. and so he's like stuck basically, like not in a time loop. But it's about him like trying to deal with like being able to travel through time. And is it Rachel McAdams? Yes, my queen, Rachel McAdams. My queen, Rachel McAdams is in it. And it's just about, like, how that affects the relationship. And I thought it was, like, it's literally one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like, it's so good. I'm surprised I didn't add it to my favorite movies of all time list from episode two. Like, I'm so surprised I didn't. But it's so good. It's so good, yeah. You have to watch it. It's (laughs) It's on Netflix. Yes, it is. You have to watch it. There's no excuse. And... Honestly, I think the last song is. <laughs> which yeah. It's not. Wait a, a minute. Is that a Nicholas Sparks? Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. I know. Never, it. never have I read a Nicholas Sparks book, and the only, only film of his that I've seen is The, the Notebook. Notebook. Yes, I'm The Notebook. So and I didn't I even cry. Seen the Notebook. You've never seen The Notebook? Some bitch spoiled I mean, it was a me. Decent, oh my god, wanna... you don't have you, you can be spoiled and you can still enjoy it. It's Ryan Gosling and Rachel Adams. Like their chemistry is everything. So cute. it really was. Like I, I, mean, I will you just say, say Rachel McAdams, and I'm in. <laughs> yeah, Rachel McAdams is such a queen. Like oh my god, she's an icon. The last song, I think a lot of it is also like nostalgic reasons because it's like it's yeah. Miley Cyrus like back in her prime. Like oh my. Yeah, it's Miley Cyrus. You don't know this, Sam? <laughs> no, I really yes. didn't. I'm so sorry. I like couldn't keep yes. the surprise off my face. <laughs> no, it's so good. And Miley, she, bitch, can act. Yeah, okay? she's good. Really, she can act. Mm-hmm. And it has Liam Hensworth too. Who? What's? I mean, that's the movie like they they met on. Yeah, I was and, about to ask that. And that yeah. ended poorly. Well, okay. Let's not let that affect <laughs> the movie though. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, and I I rewatched that movie like at least like a couple times a year and i honest like obviously i know it's not the best movie like i watch it and i'm like that makes no sense or that's <laughs> stupid or whatever but it's a total nostalgic watch like not gonna mm-hmm. lie that and hannah montana the movie are <laughs> my comfort movies <laughs> i Dude, love the last that song is you. so sad though i don't know how you rewatch it like i it makes me so sad like i bawl my eyes out watching that movie 
Right? Like, I don't like, know how so I sad. do it, but yeah. I just love to be sad. I'm, I don't know what it is. I love a good sad movie. <laughs> sad bitch club. Sad book. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right. As if I'm not already. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. It right. is good, though. The last song is good. It's a good one. Oh, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to read the book, but I've heard Nicholas Sparks' books aren't yeah. the best. They're but, not great. <laughs> I just have this thing about like Nicholas Sparks in general. Like I, I cannot explain it. And it's one of those things, you know, you, how you have like an author that you refuse to read. Mm-hmm. He's, he's mm-hmm. one of those for me, like him and Cassie Clare. I, it, it's just, I, it, I miss that moment in time. You know what I mean? That, yeah. n- that is no hate to the people who love those things. Like I love that you love it, but just, I will never, you know? Yeah. So that's a wrap for this episode thank you so much for joining us gabby yes thank you so much it was wonderful having you (laughs) we could not have asked for a better first guest and we i just want to say we hope you come back but i mean as long as you didn't hate this you will be back in a few months wink wink. (laughs) oh my gosh Um, yes happy to be back (laughs) this was so fun where can we find you online at um so my youtube channel is gabby reads and then on instagram my username is at underscore my fictional world and those are my main my main things i'm gonna link your patreon down down below too because she's actually going to be doing a um watch along for the no exit movie once it comes out so yeah i'm very excited about that in our last episode so you guys will have to yes we did yeah nice Mm -hmm. yeah i'm very excited for that and you can find me online at Dylan is reading on Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter at Leanne's Lit or Instagram also at Leanne's Lit. All of our social media links as well as, um, as Dylan said, her Patreon will be linked in the show notes below. Remember to subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to so you can be up to date whenever a new episode is released. And make sure to give us a review. We love five stars. We don't love one stars as much, but we do love one. We do love five stars. So if you're ever in the mood to give something five stars, just visit visit our page and, and give us a rating, please. <laughs> and every every book we talked about will be linked down below with an affiliate link, so you can support your local bookstore as well as us as well. Uh, the show notes will be on our website at sorrywerebookedpod.podbean.com. So thank you again, Gabby, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) All of her links will be in the show notes below. Uh, Next time, we're going to be giving you some more recommendations um, with all of this insane winter weather that half the country has been having. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm over the snow and the cold. Absolutely. Um, We will be giving you some winter book recs, even though most of us are dreaming of spring. Um, Just, you know, kind of those cozy feels. So look forward to that. But it was wonderful to have you. Thank you all so much for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.